Gen Z renters targeting the Bay Area. Bay Area homes selling for six figures over asking at astronomical rates. An $800,000 overbid wins a three-bedroom home in Sunnyvale and much more. Tune in to our latest weekly updates as we go over. Is this all clickbait or is this, or this is just some things are just being underreported? Let's go over the news of the week. So let's talk about this. Gen Z renters targeting the Bay Area. So one of the biggest things that you hear all the time is, oh, everybody's leaving the Bay Area. All these young talent, everybody's going to Austin and these other places or New York, things like that. But take a look at the top 20 trending cities for Gen Z renters. So what is the age of Gen Z? The age of Gen Z are those that are born between 1997 to 2012. So if you're a millennial, you were born between 1981 to 1996. So it's a pretty big range, right? It's basically about a 14, 15 year range. So Gen Z, these individuals at the end of that right now, you're at most 25 years old. Take a look at the top cities of where people are moving to as a Gen Z renters. Take a look at this. San Francisco is number one in the country in terms of top 20 trending cities for Gen Z renters. You have some in Manhattan, makes sense. New Jersey, a lot of people, it's certainly a great place for a lot of younger people in New York. So it's not a surprise there. You can also even notice even in San Jose, San Jose has also certainly increased. What's interesting on this list as, uh, as well is you have Seattle. So that's uh, good to know because you have a lot of new tech, you have a lot of tech companies that continue to hire there. But Texas is actually not as much as people may think. You have in Irving, which is next to Dallas. You have Louisville, uh, Louisville. So it gives you an idea. Now, you can see the change in share of rental applications by generation, especially in San Francisco. There is a lot of people that have moved away from renting. But that's also because a lot of these people either moved out or like millennials, they have just ended up buying a home. So really interesting to see. I mean, you're going to see a lot of people continue to flock into these major cities. Like major cities has won a lot of job opportunities, not necessarily within the city itself, but could be around that area. Or number two, it's just where a lot of people like to hang out. So for example, if you're in the Bay Area and you're under 30, a lot of my clients bought a home or want to live in the city because that's where there's going to be a lot of activities every single night, even today. And so those can continue to be the major hubs for younger people to want to be in because that's where all the action is at. So that's uh, some very good news and good important things as people can see where people are flocking back to, especially as there's the mandate of the return to office already in play. I know, I think Meta has it for the end of this month and the many have it in the beginning of next month. Next, Bay Area homes selling for six figures over asking at astronomical rate. Love these headline articles because uh, at the end of the day, it's all percentage based, right? If the average home in the Bay Area is X, $100,000 over X is not that much relative to other markets where $100,000 over ask is going to be almost like more than double digit, uh, double digit amounts. So the average home is, let's say, one point, like especially in this area, let's say it's San Jose, the average home now in San Jose for, let's say, a single family is over, I think it's like over one six now. And so if it's 100,000 over that, that is that is high. I'm not saying it's not, but from a percentage basis, it's actually quite a bit less than most areas. And one of these that I want to bring up this week is you see this headline article. 
a basic <laughs> so funny they 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 just want to downplay it. a basic 1500 square foot home in Sunnyvale recently sold for 2.8 million dollars $800,000 over the asking price and so let's take a look at that what is that home because this one got a lot of art headline articles right on the real deal and these other websites have shown picked it up because anytime this happens always it's always um it's always interesting to see if this is like really shows how hot the market is or if this is just a clickbait article because they listed it at an artificially low price to begin with. So for those that you know, in Sunnyvale, this is the actual subject property itself. It's sold in March uh, 2022, not long ago. Three bad, two, two bath, 1565 square feet, sold for 2.82. Take a look at the schools. Schools are pretty good. They're not the best parts of Sunnyvale, but they're very good schools. You have uh, eight, eight, and seven. So it's also the Cupertino School District. Where is this in Sunnyvale? Most of the times the places with the better schools are going to be in the southern parts of Sunnyvale. The southern parts of Sunnyvale are the ones that have the better schools. They are also some of the most expensive homes in the Bay Area, but more importantly within Sunnyvale. So whenever you see these clickbait headline articles, you have two ways to think about it. One, is it is it, is it really this crazy, right? Are homes going really $800,000 above what it should go for? The answer is no way, not even close. And the reality is there's actually many examples where this is, it's high. I'm not saying it's not high, but to think it's unthinkable, it's not that fair either. Now, the home isn't like remodeling anything. So the, the fact is the home does need some, well, it doesn't need work per se. It's moving ready, but it's not like a fully remodeled home. But either way, let's take a look at this home itself, right? So as a recap, it's a three bed, two bath, 1565 square foot home. Let's take a look at what has sold, as you can see, in the last two and a half months, single family, Sunnyvale, within a mile of this home. And you can see while it is, it is certainly uh, aggressive on what it went for, it's not unfathomable. Like, take a look at these. Think about the key about this. Make this bigger for you guys. The key about this the entire time is if you were a seller and you were hoping to sell that home, let's say you were the seller at Hummingbird Lane. And you see all these other data points. Think about it from your perspective. Would you, what number would you be happy with? And what would you be thrilled with? Of course, you should be very thrilled with this house, especially with how much they bought it for before. But at the same time, if you look at the data, take a look at this, right? You have Lock and Bar sold for 2.58. That's a 1232 square foot home. You have 16, a 1689 square foot home sold for 2935. You have something recently sold for 27, 1553 square foot home, right? And so when you look at the price per square foot, when you compare to these others that have already transacted, it's it's a, it's certainly on the higher end of things, but it's not like this should have blew your mind. I mean, we're talking about if you compare to these, maybe about one or 2% increase relative to these. And so that's very important for you all to understand. Stop with all these clickbait headline articles and being being disappointed, being upset, complaining about it, understand like it was always going to be at this all amount. And this is what I tell everybody today. Like, do not get duped by that. Do not be emotionally impacted by that. If you're going to make a bid for $2 million, you, sh you shouldn't have even gone to see that home to begin with. If your budget was under two five, you should have just not gone. It was a complete waste of time to even go see that home. It was always going to sell in this range. If they listed that same home for 2.5, it will probably sell in the same amount anyways. The key is, did you look at the information? Are you working with an agent that is helping you save time 
by understanding what homes should be going for in each perspective market and each area. As you can see, there were many examples that this was easily over 2.5. Like how many more examples could you want? I mean, you have three that had already transacted over that 2.5 mark, right? And so this is just something to be, to be mindful of. Like don't be duped by these clickbait articles. They're gonna try to scare people all the time. If homes are really increasing at truly $800,000 over the market value, those, you will be a 30% increase in one year, in, in one month, right? So hopefully you understand this. And many of you that are maybe looking or have friends that are looking, share this with them. Share this piece of clip with them. If you like this, hit smack that like button. Hit that subscribe button as well, because this is competitive intel that's helping clients truly understand the market and really understand what is doable and what is not. And it's really important to have that realistic expectations because if this home that's a 1,500-ish square feet home in that area have sold for this, then you can expect others within that within that size will probably sell for that. So if your budget is under that, do not look in Sunnyvale or in that part of Sunnyvale anymore. It's a waste of time. And that's just how the, the market works. So let's talk about the next thing. SF's drawbridge realty aims to double $1.7 billion office portfolio in three years. So the San Francisco real estate investor has few qualms about the future of the office, even as vacancies hit a two-decade high in its hometown. Really interesting. So they still have massive plans, even though office vacancies in San Francisco are still very, very bleak. The question is, are we at the bottom, right? Can it get worse? I mean, the fact that we're at some of the lowest uh, or the highest vacancy levels in the last two decades, there's two ways to think about it. One is it keeps getting worse, or the other is like, this probably bombs out. I think a lot of people will want to have some hybrid work model and go back in. And if you're an investor, you may want to expand, or they may make that bet. Like, hey, look, we're buying homes or buying these properties at a value now. I don't think there's much more downside. Let's try to go in. So as you can see, they currently have 10 to 15% of their entire office portfolio is in the Bay Area. They have, they have plans to expand that with more properties in Silicon Valley. So really interesting to see these big organizations make their bet with their you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of, of money and portfolio. Next, Fortinet widens East Bay property deals amid Silicon Valley growth. Tech companies Bay Area shopping spree includes Sunnyvale and Union City sites. That is very interesting. Now, Fortinet is not a very big player, but they have continued to expand and they've continued to done well over recent times. So they spent, as you can see, a uh, recent transaction in the East Bay pays $65 million for a large building in Union City. This is not very common for com tech companies to be expanding uh, out in the, that part of the East Bay. But we will see if that will continue to happen. You can see they had 10,000 employees worldwide. Uh, they have over 8,000 employees all across the globe. And my guess is a couple thousand of them live out here in the Bay Area. So interesting news to see for those that work at. Fortinet. Last but not least, developer pays $20 million for San Carlos City, San Carlos site approved for life sciences project. Um, just, I just want to keep bringing this up because these things continue to happen, especially in the peninsula. Those are prime real estate locations and a lot of the opportunities to reposition places to be more of that life science space will continue to do very well and will bring in a lot of jobs. Those jobs are very hard to have remote. And so you're going to see a lot more, more and more companies as soon as they can continue to expand out in that area that they will gobble it up as fast as they can build it. 
So there is a land grab to build and to build and approve as many of these uh, spaces as possible. Okay, let's wrap things up with the market update of the week. So what is actually happening with the Bay Area marketplace? Let's take a look at San Mateo County. San Mateo County, 181 new listings this week, 141 contingent pending. You take a look at prices, prices continue to climb, hitting all-time records and smashing all-time records. We are midway through March. I suspect this number, I don't know if it'll continue to go up because it was a very big uptick from it was since February of the figures that I saw going pending. But um, do not be surprised if it goes a little bit higher. But I suspect it's going to pretty much sell at this number. Either way, as you may see, it's a very large increase from what the figures were in the last few months. As the months goes on, I don't suspect that the, the prices will decline per se. I think we'll probably still have more gradual increases as the as the time goes on, uh, especially as we continue to go, go through the spring season. But something to be mindful of. Condos and townhomes, though, have actually been okay. So this is still continues to be a great opportunity for those that either give up on these single-family homes. You can see condos and townhomes are half the price. So it's a really great way for a lot of people to get into that marketplace um, if they're getting outbid or they just can't compete in single-family homes. Take a look at Santa Clara County, right? Santa Clara County, 531 new listings this week, 416 contingent pending. Prices continue to hit all-time highs. I suspect as well of San Mateo County, given the prime location and given all the returns to the office, we will likely see, see this continue to pick up. But as you can see, it's a pretty steep increase over what it was over the last few months. So be mindful of that and adjust your parameters accordingly. Even condos and townhomes, different story. People have already made the, a move. That's why I'm saying San Mateo County res, uh, condos and townhomes could be a very good opportunity for those because it may likely go through a very similar change, which you see here uh, for condos and townhomes that have been going on in Santa Clara County. Alameda County, I mean, the story is everywhere, right? All-time records everywhere. 497 homes on the market this week. That is the most it has been all year. This is the same figure that you would probably see out in the springtime. So there is no shortage of homes that come on the market. You can see very similar trajectories across the board. So what's really interesting this time around with, with this increase is that everywhere it has increased, right? Because people have all flocked back to the Bay Area. And for those that have the ability to have the flexibility, they may it's it's they can choose choose either way, be close to the office or be away and have a bigger home. The cost and the dollar amount is roughly this is very it's not too far apart as people may think. Right. It is cheaper still, but a lot of the areas like, let's say, Tri-Valley, like San Ramon, Dublin, Pleasanton, Danville, like those prices are a little bit less, but they're just bigger and nicer homes. So they're still the same dollar amount and it's still very competitive there, too. So be mindful of that as you are looking. If you aren't finding success and you're not finding at least four properties to see every week that will sell under your criteria, you do want to expand your parameters Maybe look for a smaller home, look for a condo townhome, increase the budget, look in neighboring cities instead. That could work. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you again for tuning in to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over live what is actually happening with the Bay Area marketplace. And of course, I'm always available to help you. Send me a call or text 408-547-4590. If you have any homes that you want me to evaluate on, you want to go over a strategy of your situation, and of course, if you like this, share this video with all your friends. 
they're going to greatly appreciate this as it's very transparent. The data is clearly out there. Enjoy the weekend. See you at the next one. Bye now.